Hello, DFS fantasy football nerds, and welcome to our weekly catch game segment on the uh, Big D podcast. Before I bring in the night's special guest, please subscribe, like, and share the Swampy Spectrum Sports YouTube page where you don't know what to expect. It might be DFS, it might be football, might be football, might be golf, might be baseball, or something else. So, also, uh, if you're more in the audio, check out the Big D podcast on Spotify and Apple. So joining us for his weekly catch game segment is uh, my friend Charles Sears. Charles, uh, are you happy it's week four because uh, those last minute lineup changes really worked out for you? Not. Yeah. Um, well, I'm definitely happy that uh, week three is over with. Um, it. I had no bearings on what to happen um and then like i think I, I was on a call with you like an hour or two before the game started and i changed my lineup i got off kelsey and my number one rule well my rules for cash game is try to pay down a quarterback that definitely didn't pay off like uh feels jared golf were the two guys i was eyeing they both put up a dud um and if kelsey's on the slate put kelsey in your cash game lineup like I tried to stick to those rules and the, the quarterback thing, th- that's okay. You're going to get that sometimes when you're paying, you know, bare minimum for quarterback, but I did a pivot and changed up my lineup and I ended up with Hawkinson and Tyson Williams in my lineup. Uh, now don't get me wrong. 63% in the massive double up played Hawkinson, but that was definitely off. The market. The only good thing about my lineup, realistically, is you know Cooper Cup is almost getting that auto filled lineup that Kelsey has this year. So it's just like Cup Kelsey, and then just I, I think I'm just going to not pay up a running back now too, and just stick to like seven thousand to six thousand, and you know five thousand dollar running backs. Just forget them all and forget all those top guys. You don't need them. You just need a, a good you know, 20 points from all your players. And was that two, four, six, eight, ten? 10? Yeah. You, you get around 20 ish points from all your players. Like you're at 160 and you're well above the cut line. Uh, and that was another thing too. Like this week, the average cut line or the average uh, cash game cut line was 144. Is that right? Uh, I don't have it yet, but yeah, it was like 144 or something like that. Like a good 15 ish points higher than what it was uh, the first two weeks. So how'd you end up doing? I mean, it was so, so I think it was more just staying even. I mean, my main cash line I used against you got me 148. I mean, I was happy with my Rams, Matt, Matt Stafford, Cooper Cup, and Tyler Higby. Uh, got me some uh, good points. Uh, Derrick Henry got over 100 yards. I mean, I was a little bummed when Joe Mixon went back and forth with um, my running backs. It went with Mixon and uh, Mike Davis. And when I saw Antonio Gibson catch a 75-yard touchdown pass, I'm like, darn it, darn it. Yeah, I, I was definitely on Gibson. Um, I like his price tag. I like his productivity. I don't know why he seems like he's always priced around like, 61 6200 like he seems like he should be priced a little bit higher than that and then, um yeah i mean get, yeah there are some weird price with these starting running backs and of course keenan allen 
You got me another 19 points. I mean, this Keenan Allen, I mean, Keenan Allen's bad day is what, 18, 19 points? Like he's always in that 18 to 20 point round. Yeah, I mean, he's he definitely does his thing. Like he's uh, super productive on the team. He went from 13 targets to eight targets to 12 targets. So, I mean, he's getting the targets. So, I mean, like he's probably like almost Cooper Cup status, where it's just, if you could play, if you could put Keenan Allen in your lineup, you should probably do that because he's getting the targets. It's just, you know, if his bad days are like 19, 17.8 points, I mean, that's pretty good. Like his, so far his worst day was 17.8 against Dallas when he was only targeted eight times, but he got four of them for uh, 108 yards. So, I mean, that right there, like they're just giving him the ball and feeding it to him. He only got 50 yards against KC. I just realized he only had 50 yards against KC, but because he is full point PBR with eight catches and a touchdown, like that's a 19 point. Like you're you're happy with that, I would imagine. Yeah. And then, nice little three X on your uh, return on your investment. I yeah. see you played KJ Osborne though. How happy were you with that? I was a little bummed, but 3,500, I thought I could get away with it. I mean, looking back on it, I wish I had used Deshaun Jackson and maybe the Bengals defense, but I mean, I got 100. I'm, I'm hopeful of getting 145, 150 points from my main cash line. Did it this week, so hope the Rocket. I don't think that, that was a terrible move. Um, like, I don't think I would have played Deshaun Jackson. Like, no, yeah, Deshaun's a GPP play. He, he probably won somebody a million. Of oh, yeah, more likely. Close, um, but uh, but um, that's – He played G- Mike Davis, too, and 11 I mean, points. The Falcons, the Falcons have pissed me off so many times. See, I mean, Calvin Ridley's been a major buzz. Matt Ryan's disappointed everybody. Mike Davis has not been great. He, yeah, like, so – if we look at your lineup real quick, you know, you got Derrick Henry, Joe Mixon, and Mike Davis. So, um, yeah, here we go. So, the big thing is, um, like, I think with full point PBR, like, Mike Davis just could have been, like, a, a $5,100 wide receiver. Um and you probably would have been slightly better. Like you can see on my lineup, like Odell Beckham was 53. So if you would have just paid down at, you went from Titans to Bengals, that's what, that would have been um, 300, $300. And then you just turn Mike Davis into Odell Beckham. And then, you know, you would have got, you know, a couple more points. But I mean, like the, the big thing is like the uh, five catches sort of make up like, they give it gives you a higher floor it feels like now with wide receivers like i'm starting to realize that um i really wish i could stop looking at my lineup because tyson williams was just i don't know like i thought that game was going to be a lot different and it just definitely didn't it played a lot closer than i thought it was like i don't know he only tyson only rushed the ball five times yeah like i don't know like if that entire game, I got to look at that game script, but like, I don't know, not the game script, but the actual, like what happened that game. But I, I think Detroit is on the low, like the best worst team in the NFL. <laughs> like they're, they seem to be competing. Like they're putting up numbers. Um, I mean, the San Francisco game was a comeback 
obviously, you know, it's Green Bay on primetime. Like, that was – but, I mean, like, they look kind of impressive at times. Like, you know, it's, it's like, are they really that bad of a team? I mean, they're, they're definitely rebuilding, that's for sure. Like, new coach, new staff, like, you know, you sort of know what you're getting into. But, I mean, like, I'm if, if I was a Detroit fans or the players, anywhere in the organization, I would feel somewhat good. And then they, quote, unquote, got cheated in that game when um, they shouldn't even uh, completed that fourth down or whatever it was. Yeah, the delay of game. Yeah. And the ref still allowed the ball to be stabbed like almost two full seconds after the clock hit zero. So uh, it's definitely questionable. Like yeah. with my lineup, the biggest regret is Hawkinson, Kamara, and Tyson Williams. Like I usually like I felt like the ball was going to go through Kamara. He got 20 points, but it's like I was all over Saquon this weekend. And I had right before I made the changes, two hours before uh, start time. I had Saquon in this lineup. I'm pretty sure I had Najee Harris as well. So I think I was really liking my lineup. And it's just like, for some reason, I changed Kelsey to Hawkinson for some silly reason. And just, it definitely didn't work out. How many targets did Hawkinson have? Oh, only two. Jesus. Like, what? That must have been the ugliest game in the world. Uh, Yeah. No No wonder why nobody scored for the Lions. I know, right? Just had the wrong side. Like, having the running back and the tight end of that game and just thinking, like, oh, man, they're going to get me, like, 45 points combined. And just like, <laughs> nope. And they got me. And they got you, what, four points? Five. 5.2. <laughs> and I, I'll throw Jared Goff in there, too. Why not? Give me give me an extra uh, 50, almost 15 points. I didn't even get 15 points between three players. <laughs> like yeah, you're not gonna win unless unless you've got Devin Hester going for 50, right? Yeah. It's uh, like I need everyone else at the pop off. Like, I mean, I had Cooper Cup. Uh Tyler Boyd seemed like a good punt play. I I originally had him in my original lineup. I was happy about rostering him. Um, and then I shifted to Madison. Um, and what was it? 50 more than 50% of the field had Madison on their uh cash lineup. So there, there's a few things like I think um, I'm going to lock in Saturday night and not do anything. And then maybe if there's like an injury, like the Dalvin Cook thing, maybe start make a separate cash lineup and see how I like that. And then, yeah, just like, all right, do I stick with this one or do I have this one or maybe rearrange my lineup to where I can switch in, switch out either the hurt player or switch in the player that is going to benefit from someone being out on four o'clock slate. I, I agree. I, I, I didn't really make any change in my cash on for like Friday on when I'm, I was happy with my guys. So uh, on the week four now, and uh, as we go position by position, uh, who are you liking for uh, your catching quarterback this week? Um, I mean, you know me, I'm, I, I'm a sucker and glutton for paying down a quarterback. So right now in my cash lineup, I put Matt Ryan up there at 5,400 against Washington. Washington has been looking all that great on defense. I don't know what's going on there. Um, But, I mean, Matt Ryan against Tampa Bay put up 22 points. I mean, maybe that's why they signed Richard Sherman today, uh, because Matt Ryan's putting up (laughs) some touchdowns against him. Um, But, 
Uh, he also had three interceptions that game. Jesus. And he still put up 22 points. Wow. Okay. Um, so that I'm, I'm at Matt Ryan's. Um, I'm really not in love with anyone else in this low tier. Like I maybe Jimmy Garoppolo against the Seahawks because Seahawks sort of seem soft on secondaries and against quarterbacks. Um, realistically, I want Aaron Rodgers in my cash game lineup at 6,800. That's I, who I, I really like. I, I think you can. I think Aaron Rodgers in cash game makes a lot of sense. I mean, he'll throw the ball. I mean, but uh, I, I don't think Rodgers is the best play in that mid tier. I think that Prescott, 100 bucks cheaper, might be a better play. And you think, well, the Cowboys ran the ball. Yeah, that's because they didn't have to throw the ball. Have you seen the Panthers play this year? The Carolinas played really well on both sides of the ball. Now, sure, they played the Jets, the Jaguars, and the Texans, three of the four worst teams in football. So what? You know, Sam Donald's played really well. I know CMC's not playing, but with DJ Moore, Robbie Anson, and Terrence Marshall, I think the Panthers are going to be throwing the ball more. And I think Dak will have to throw the ball more in this game. Plus, you've got C.D. Lamb and Molly Cooper. You've got two stud receivers there. You've got a great running back in Ezekiel Elliott. The Cowboys could – I think the Cowboys will throw the ball more. You think Mike McCarthy's running the ball 60% of the time again? No, Mike McCarthy didn't even – like his play call was kind of questionable. Um, well, but, a, few, a few things will question will include in time management, but yeah. So the big thing with the Panthers uh um matchup for Dallas is Panthers defense, even though they played the Jets and Houston two to three weeks so far, uh New Orleans, um, you know. They definitely like. I, they, I, so I forgot they didn't play the Jags. They played the uh, Saints, Jets, and Texans. Yeah. So the hard thing is, they played against New Orleans and they just stomped them. Like it was, it wasn't even a contest for the most part. Um, they got two interceptions, but it was also Jameis Winston. Uh, Jameis Winston. That was about. Um, what, what do you call it? Um, Bad Jameis? Yeah, exactly. Like, he just threw a lot more in that game, maybe. Like, maybe – like, so Carolina was able to stop Kamara from going off that game. And I don't know exactly what Kamara did. Let's see here. Is he on the slate? Yeah. Um, Real quick. Like, he had only eight rushes for five yards. Oh, God. And then oh, God. Six, four receptions on six targets for 25 yards. So – they were able to stop Alvin Kamara and force the Saints to like, okay, you got to be as with James Winston. So with that sample, they could easily do that with uh with Dallas, but we've we've seen that Dak and the wide receivers, you know, they don't need Elliot and Pollard to beat you. So are the Panthers gonna hold the rushing game to uh, and force Dak to beat them? Probably. I mean, we saw, like, what? We saw um, Houston with Brandon Cooks put up some points. So, I mean, like, it could be a possibility where it's just an all-Dak show. I do like what you said earlier before we started the show with uh, Sam Darnold at 6,000 against Dallas's defense. That's looking very spicy. Now, with McCaffrey out, 
it is interesting, but last week against Houston, the Sam Darnold rushed for two touchdowns. So I was like, did he just take over the team when Christian McCaffrey went out? It's just like, all right, I got to score the touchdowns. Now it's like, not it, that was kind of crazy. Um, but I mean, he's gotten over 20 points all three weeks. Yeah. Even against the Saints with a, you know, the Saints defense is supposed to be slightly better than everyone else. And he's throwing um, the ball between 35 and 40, 38 or so times a game. Mm-hmm. Now with a 10-day break, Donna could, could easily top 40 passes and what could be a shootout in all in 10. No, definitely. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's going to be a Hubbard show because Dallas can he's got they got multiple levels of scoring and they can attack you, you know, with their running backs, they can attack you with the wide receivers and even Swartz a tight end. So this this game could easily be a shootout or where the Carolines coming from behind. And the, the big question mark about that game, I would say, is Carolines defense. Are they legit? This is the test that we're going to see that with. And that's probably the only reason why I would not play Dak in cash, because like if Carolina's got a good defense and they're flowing, you know, they could, they could do some good coverage. Maybe. I mean, Um, I mean, the Panthers have faced Zach Wilson, Jameis Winston and Tyrod Taylor. It's not like you, not like you. No, they they played against the, the backup. They played. Oh, uh, Davis Mills. Mills. Davis Mills. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So I mean, like, I know, I know the sample size isn't that great. Like, I'm being 100 aware of that. But this holding the Saints to that much when what they did to Green Bay, there's got to be something there. There's got to be like, okay, this team just destroyed Green Bay, but then they made like they made it look like a college team against Carolina. There's something there. I feel like so that's the only reason why I would be hesitant but i mean like realistically i would rather pay up for rogers than attack at this pro this price point um or same darnold at six thousand. um all the cheap running backs sort of burned me last week so i i'll probably be paying mid-tier this week for it even jalen hurts at 6900 like he's yeah, a saucy right there um so who are you liking at a uh, running back are you going to pay out for one of the top tier guys or are you looking at the mid tier guys? Uh, I think I'm going more high mid tier, but uh, did you see how many catches Najee Harris made last week? Holy mackerel. Did you see? Yeah, him? it's the Najee Harris show. And with Juju out, I mean, 14 catches for 102 yards. That looked like Alvin Kamara week three against the Packers last year. No, I definitely agree with you. And like I said, like I was upset that I had Najee Harris in my cash game lineup and I got off him. Um, Najee sort of seems like the cash game lock. Like you just play him until like he's actually priced up to um, Christian McCaffrey, Derrick Henry, Alvin Kamara price. And he's and he's only, what, 100 bucks more expensive this weekend? That seems befuddling. Yeah, I don't know what that is. I, I guess maybe because he's a rookie, like it's just like – He's so, getting priced. He's being priced down. He's 200 more this week, but it's just like the ball. We've seen it. The ball goes through him. Like he's on the field 90, at least 90% of the field, like time. The only people that are on the field longer than him or as long as him is the offensive lineman and Big Ben. Like he's going to see the ball. Um, Najee Harris 
like there's for me now there's three names that i'm going to probably always put in my cash game lineups if they're on the slate cooper cup Najee harris kelsey like those three guys right now like we know kelsey from last year but it's like cooper and Najee harris is just on another level with just how much time they've been on the field it's crazy and he's still 6800 he's still under 7k that's that's just wild and then my second running back choice is uh, a guy who annoyed a lot of people last week. Partly was his fault, but partly it was his head coach's fault. Is uh, David Montgomery? I mean, with the bear, I know it sounds ugly, but the Bears are a favorite. They need they need to run the ball. It doesn't matter who the quarterback is. Run the ball. Give it. Give David Montgomery the ball. I don't know if that's going to happen. For for me to roster David Montgomery, I would have to see who the starting running back or quarterback is, because like that was he only got, that was embarrassing last week. Like he, he so far he's only had one you know above average game or where it was against the Los Angeles Rams, and you know he rushed for 108 yards and got a touchdown. Um, He's not getting thrown the ball as much. He did see an uptick after week one from one target to four targets, but it's just I really don't want to roster anyone on a Chicago Bears offense right now. Like they're just like they're the game flow, they're just an ugly team right now on offense. Um Nick Foles might be starting this Sunday. Oh, like gosh. who You're I mean, like who knows? Maybe this is the Super Bowl run for the Chicago Bears, and Nick Foles just goes undefeated to the Super Bowl. So, like, I mean, that could happen. They they have, you know, Allen Robinson and Dave Montgomery to help with the star power. But I mean, like, I, I feel like they need more, and they don't have it. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm not a fan of rostering Dave Montgomery, even though his price point at 5800 is very appealing against a Detroit defense. But, I mean, like, we saw what happened with Tyson Williams against Detroit last week. Like, Same price. He put up... Now, I think David Montgomery has earned more than Tyson Williams has as, it, as far as, like, you know, playing time and uh, handoffs and targets and stuff like that. But, I mean, I don't know. I would stay away from Chicago right now. Like, they just look like a hot mess. Yeah, that's going to be that's going to be an interesting. Might be a situation. Wait till Sunday and figure out who's on the center. Mm-hmm. So now from running back to wide receiver. And uh, I think there are a couple of different ways we can go this week. I mean, I'd really, I'd really like the six thousand, like the six K wide receivers this weekend. I really like both Cowboy receivers, and I really, I really like DJ Moore. But to me, DraftKings made an egregious price there with Robert Woods. How in the world is he fifty three hundred? Have you seen the Rams play this year? Uh, Matt Stafford's the MVP for three weeks. Uh, it's easy because uh, a gentleman by the name of Cooper Cup is being favorited in targets, touchdowns. It's just like what Cooper Cup does. Like Robert Woods is just by the wayside. Like maybe maybe Robert Woods isn't that good of a player. That could be a thing too. Like 
maybe Cooper Cup was just a better wide receiver and Robert Woods is a, a product of the system. That could be one thing. Um, I mean, he was 5,700 three weeks in a row, and now he's dropped down to 5,300. He's... I don't know if I would play him in cash because like, he's just not getting the targets as well. Like he went from four targets in Chicago, nine in Indianapolis and six targets in Tampa Bay. And he, his completion rate is almost at slightly above 50%. Like he's three for six, five for nine and then three for four. Like, you know, Cooper cup is just performing at a way better clip where I don't know if I would, ever think about putting uh, Robert Woods in my cash game lineup with a healthy Cooper cup that's getting double digit targets for the first three weeks, 10, 11, 12, like what's going on? What's going on with that? Like, I just don't understand that at all. It's just, it's so brutal. Um, Let me see. So, I mean, I do like this low range that you said, like the 6k range, you, you know, you got CD lamb, DJ Moore. Adam Thielen's at 6,800. That's definitely good. What about the top tier guys? Like, uh, you know, I said I, I liked uh, Brett. No, I almost called him Brett Favre. Aaron Rodgers' uh, price this week. I mean, obviously, you know, the guy that gets all the targets on Green Bay is Devontae Adams. So how do you feel about him? I don't like Devontae Adams this week. I you love him? I love Devontae Adams this week. How about this? In three games, Devontae Adams has received 34 targets. And get this, on Sunday night, he caught 12 passes, 132 yards, and a touchdown. And this is the first time Devontae Adams has been under EKOU. Somebody explain that to me. Somebody explain that to me. I Just think say, it's Devontae. So what if he's so what if they're playing the Steelers? This isn't the Steel Conan for crying out loud. I mean, Jamal Chase scored two touchdowns against the Steelers last week. No, I, I definitely agree with you. Um, and this is Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. I mean, Devontae Adams so far has received 37% of the targets on this team in all three weeks. Like total, if you target all the or add up all the totals for the Green Bay Packer receivers. He's received 37% of them. That is crazy. Like, he he might be a good cash game play. Is he – are you playing Adams over Cup? I think – so this is why I think the reason why Adams is at 7,900 when he was 8K, he was over 8K for the other ones, is because Cooper Cup is a thing. So he sort of brought down all the top tier guys back down to his level, like um, DeAndre Hopkins. He's at 7,700. He does have some injury issues. So, I mean, that brought him down, you know, and Cooper Cup is higher than Diggs and Jefferson. And just uh, the Cooper Cup sort of like warping the field where it's just, it's bringing Tyreek Hill and Adams and Hopkins down to earth. But then Cup is slowly like, his price is getting increased too. So I, if the production still sees the same with cup and then even with Adams, like is Adams a good pivot from cup? Like if you don't want to play cup just because you want to be contrarian, I, I think that's I, not a bad move. 
I personally think Adams is the better Adams is the better playmaker. Yeah, they're playing outside, but I think Adams is the better the better receiver. Yeah, we know how well Stafford and Cup have played, but this is Cup's most expensive price tag of the season. When Adams is coming off two double-digit talking games, and he's facing a banged-up Steeler defense with an aging quarterback. And, yes, Aaron Rodgers is aging himself, but he won the MVP last year. And Devontae Adams is – it's basically Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, and Devontae Adams. If he – if Devontae Adams got 12, 14, 15 talkers this weekend, he'll eat. He will eat. No, I, I definitely – like, ah, oh man, I don't know. Like, I, I like Adams, you know, he's just, he, I mean, he could have just started off slow and then just now he's back up at Devontae Adams speed. Cause like the game against Detroit, he had over a hundred yards, got 23 points, eight catches. And then last week, 12 catches 18 targets. That is crazy. He doubled the amount of targets he had the first two weeks. More than doubled. And he still got a touchdown, too. Like, I don't know. Maybe maybe week one was just a fluke against the Saints. It was just like, that oh, was we're just, playing football now. That was just one of those games where we're wondering what the you-know-what happened. And then the last two weeks, Devontae Adams has looked like himself. Yeah. Yeah, like – I, I think maybe New Orleans came to play Green Bay and Green Bay just came to play football week one. That That is probably what happened. Um, what kind of cheap wide receivers are you looking that's under like 5K? Because like um, we're looking for some punts. Manny like Sanders who, at 4,900? Yeah, I mean, Emmanuel Sanders, he's, he's getting this. He's not getting targets, but I mean, like he went off last week with two touchdowns and almost 100 yards, but six targets. That's going to be. I mean, I guess when you're paying this low for it, I mean, he's got. I mean, Manny's got an eight, six, six, six and eight targets first three weeks. It's a Bills are big favorites, so it's a pat. So Buffalo could be able could run it up. No, they definitely could. Um, I mean, Cole Beasley's seen more targets than Sanders. I think, I think it might be a week where, like, everybody's for the Bills. Like, you like you score, you score, you score, you score. I mean, it, it's one of those weeks the Bills are big favorite. Like, everybody could score. Yeah. I'm liking Michael Pittman, but he's kind of priced up right now at 5,400, like, where he should be. But, I mean, like, he's seemed to be the clear guy on that team. Like, back-to-back games with 12 targets. Like, he might be the guy to just – Put in your like lineup for like semi salary salary relief and everything like that, um, and oh, maybe wow. you just find a super cheap like I don't, I don't know who are you liking down here in like the cheap discount bargain. Uh, Terrence Marshall is looking very interesting at four K because without McCaffrey and now Dan Arnold, who's in Jacksonville now, somebody's got to take take the slot, and I think Terrence Marshall is that guy for Carolina. I can see that sort of as like your, your quote unquote punt play, um, just doing some things. Um, trying to think like, is that really going to get you there though? And maybe, maybe more of a GPP play Kadarius Tony. Where have you been, Mr. Tony, but, uh, 3,300. 
He's always a big play waiting to happen. And uh, on that fast artificial surface in New Orleans, look out. <laughs> and plus, yeah. not like Slade and Shepard 100% either. So he might be able to play. Ooh, this is an interesting tag. Amendola is doubtful. What happened to him? He did not practice. I, I'm acting like uh, Danny Amendola is affecting like Brandon Cooks's uh, price. Are you or target share? Danny Amendola's with the Texans, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm looking at Brandon. Like it's like Brandon Cooks sort of like popped in my head once I saw the doubtful for it. Um, Danny Amendola, but it's just like, well, Brandon Cooks is still eating no matter what. Price is sixty four hundred. I'm surprised. I'd be surprised if Cooks ends the year with the Texans, but then again, I mean, Houston might not be tanking as much as we as everybody thinks they will be. Uh, you're, you're definitely right there. Um, any other discount like cash game plays that you think is going to be there, or is this the, more of, of a not off the top of my head, but I think it's a low mid-tier range. I'm, I mean, Devontae Adams and Cooper Cup look like good plays if you want to spend up. Oh, but I think this is a good 5-6K range. It definitely is. And um, with the running backs, too, being like good 6K range, um, 7K range, it seems pretty solid. Um, I mean, we don't have to talk much about tight ends on me. Like, I'm like, Kelsey Homer, and I'm going yeah, to see if like, I can make Kelsey work in this like, lineup. Like how many? Like how, like how are you make Travis Kelsey work this week? So right now, um, while we we're talking about it, I got Matt Ryan, Hubbard, Najee Harris, Cooper Cup, <laughs> Brandon Cooks, Lions D. Let me see if I see any other defense that I like uh, better than yeah, Lions D. You can, I you can. Can we uh, see the uh, lineups? Uh. I, I I popped it where you could uh, share the screen. Okay. Oh, why is it? Oh no, no, hold on. My my my. I don't know how to use my computer. Apparently. <laughs> no, like my mouse is stuck on my like third monitor. You've got one of those triple monitor sets at home. Yeah, and I got one that's a uh, vertical. <sighs> So uh, being a real estate agent, it's nice to be able to like read contracts and stuff like that. So this is what I got so far right here. And it's just like, I need to pay down for a player. So it's just like, I don't know, like, I guess I'm just waiting for, you know, um, injuries to happen to finish this lineup, I guess. Like, I don't know who I'm going to put here. Like, here's an interesting thing Tennessee's top two wide receivers are both hurt right now AJ Brown and Julio Jones. So, who's that put up there? Chester Rogers? What's he been doing? Oh, Josh Reynolds. Either Rogers or Reynolds, maybe. Rogers got six, five, and then two targets. Caught a touchdown, though. Yeah, so he's going to be my punt play that, like, it's touchdown dependent. I mean, I guess it's not terrible. Uh, what about this Westbrook kid? Is he taking over someone's spot? Like an A.J. Brown spot? I don't know. He got four targets last week, though. And a touchdown. So, I mean, that's that's definitely a thing. Who else? 
Are they running? Maybe Josh Reynolds. You think Josh Reynolds is up there? Let's see. I, I, I mean, realistically, like I'm, I'm just shooting in the dark. Oh, he's got no target so far. And he yeah, only saw the yeah, field against. Point. I don't think he's been. They, but yeah, like all these guys. Cameron Batson. Yeah, I wouldn't look at Batson necessarily, but. Now, like the more you talk about it, it's just like, you know, just put like um, Mr. Rogers in here. Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. What was the other guy? Oh, here we go. Westbrook. He saw four targets. I mean, if they're going to be injured, I don't mind paying down for someone's going to get more targets. And plus, it's not like they're playing. And plus, they're playing the Jets. Anybody you get a touchdown and against the Jets. Oh, this this is the money maker right here. Who am I putting on my flex? <laughs> Damian Williams of Chicago. Well, <laughs> um, t- Boston Scott. Man, Boston Scott hasn't really played this year. Well, well no, Philly, Philly's also not running the ball at all. No, so you guys running back has been productive this yeah. year. Yeah. Poor Marlon Mack just down here, just waiting to be played. Oh, oh, here would be an interesting one you could do. Take out Cooks, put in Woods, and bring in Naheem Hines. Uh, I Why play Woods when I have Cup? Put in Devontae Adams. I, I, Is it wrong to not play cup though in this game that's going to be a shootout? Uh like look look at the stat line right here. I know, I know. Like look at these targets. Like Max oh, wait, Stafford oh, and him wait. have breakfast every morning. Like oh, wait, do you notice one thing that's you notice one thing that's ascending each week? Cooper Cup's the most expensive he's probably ever been on DraftKings. Devontae Adams is below 8K for the first time all year. I mean, I don't just I I understand what you're saying, but it's just like I don't know. Like th- this is tough because like so like why am I gonna pay a hundred more dollars for around the same productivity when I'm struggling, I'm in the discount bin for like my flex spot at forty two hundred. Like what wide receiver am I playing at forty two hundred? Here's what you do. You take out cooks, bring in woods, bring in take take out cup, bring in Adams, and then you'll have fifty two hundred, which means you can pay for Emmanuel Sanders, you could pay for Naheem Hines, you could pay for one of those high four low five K players. Like a Naheem Hines has been a PPL, was a PPL monster in the other in two of the three games. Yeah, New Miami struggled defensively this year. It could be a, I think it's a good John and Taylor and Naheem Hines day. Well, the the problem is, this could be a game where Jonathan Taylor just like eats. Let, let me see his snap count. Or not a snap count, but his attempts. Oh, and he's only been rushing man. that much. So I guess they're just throwing the ball with Carson Wentz. That's crazy. When you've got John and Taylor. And by the way, John and Taylor this week will be – I think John and Taylor could be an interesting catch play because this is the cheapest he's been in a while. He was eight grand week one. Now 
the former Badger 6300. Yeah, because, I mean, like, he's not getting – everyone thought he was going to be the bell cow, and it's just – that's not the case. Like, uh, let me look at the snap share for the Colts real quick. Uh, boom. Uh, games. I mean, he has 42 attempts in total. That's not snap count, so. Uh, that's not going to show me, but – We'll look at last week against uh, Tennessee. Yep. I don't know if that's a good game to look at, but let's see who's out snapping who. All right, snap counts. Uh, whoa. Whoa. Take a guess what player is seeing the field the most besides uh, offensive linemen and QB for um, the Colts? Uh, hopefully, hopefully Pittman. Yes, Pittman Jr. at 93%. Which running back seeing the field? Hines <laughs> at 56%. Jonathan Taylor at 48%. Man, so they just line up in three wide receiver sets. Like Pittman's at 93%. Zach Pascal is at 89%, and then Paris Campbell's at 80%. Which you would think the Colts with that offensive line would run the ball all day and night. But I'm not I mean, I, th- I think everyone's just drinking the Kool-Aid, man, and it's just like they're all like, oh, we can't run. We don't have Derrick Henry, so we're just going to throw the ball like 80% of the time. Because let- let's see. So they have, they have rushed 74% of the times, but they have thrown the ball 106 times. So I guess, I guess that's not that bad of a ratio right there. Wait, so let's just say 75, 105. So they're throwing the ball almost 70% of the time. Is, With Carson Wentz at QB? Yeah, so it's just like I they're just – Folding into the mix of like, we're just going to do that. Maybe I should just put Pittman here instead. Because looking at that makes me want to put the guy that's on the field the most. I don't know, but I, I mean, the, but Pittman's, I think Pittman's too expensive to use in cash. I mean, he's on the field. Like, let me look at this other two games then. So he was on the field 96% of the time, 93% of the time against Seattle. Uh, snap count 90% of the time. Uh, Zach Pascal outsnapped him by one. Um, again, the high, the two wide receivers are the highest non QB, non offensive line. And then against Seattle. He was on the field for 97% of the time. This this almost looks like a Najee Harris thing. Like, look, again, 97-91 for Pascal and Pittman. Like, no one else is on the field. The only people on the field longer than Pascal and Pittman are the offensive line and 
Carson Wentz. Maybe those should be the guys that we're targeting. And maybe I should be punting down to Pascal just because he's on the field so much, even though he's not getting the targets. I got seven targets. He's getting five, six, and seven. So, I mean, like, even though last week was a dud, I mean, like, he's on the field for so much. And, like, that snap count. And Miami, and it's not like Miami's defense has been that great. I mean, Oakland tore it apart on Sunday. The problem is that doesn't really save me much money because I'm still down here. And uh, I mean, I could put Callaway up here. <laughs> it, uh, five targets. He only had five targets. Uh, I wouldn't play Callaway. No, I'm not. Terrence I'm Marshall, not. maybe. Terrence Marshall, then you got Robert Woods. I can't play Robert Woods if I have Cup. No, so like, you can, I put I played Max Stafford. I, I play Zach Moss or Jamal Williams. I over played Woods. Matt Stafford, Cooper Cup, and Tyler Higby last week. Who's Zach Moss playing against? They're playing against uh, Houston. Uh, he, uh, he could get some goal line carries. It did last one. Jamal Williams. Oh, I don't think that's a great script for Jamal Williams. I mean, it's not. It, it could be. Like, we, it, it's almost like a, nah, maybe it's not. I mean, he's getting targets, but I mean, like, I know um, DeAndre Swift. Swift is doing his thing now. Why right. is it Swift on the slate? I forgot. I completely forgot Swift was on the slate. <laughs> I think Swift's 62. 62. That's really interesting. He's at Chicago. Chicago's probably not a good matchup. No. And he's getting all the targets, too. Maybe Swift is just a better... I think if I'm paying that much for running back, I'd pay... For uh, Taylor, or pay pay a hundred less and get Gibson. Oh my God, Cream Hunt up there doing his thing. <laughs> Cream Hunt seven targets last week against Chicago. Jeez, and that's a better game script this weekend against Minnesota. From would be a shootout. Yeah, I mean, I would much rather put Hunt in here. I mean, Hunt Hunt at first seemed like he was a GPP play, but it's just like they're just running the ball with both backs in Cleveland. Like both both of them are getting their uh, shares of targets. At, well, Cream Hunt's actually getting more targets than uh, Nick Chubb, isn't he? Oh, yeah, by a million. Yeah, Nick Chubb, useless in the receiving game. Cream Hunt? Yeah, a mobile. Thirty-three hundred. Oh, that's. Welcome to the team, Rogers. Or do I just pay <laughs> down for the other guy? Let's get him slightly more targets. You know what? I'll put him up there. I'll I'll punt the two wide receivers for uh, the catching running back, Najee Harris and Hubbard. And hey, you follow your three running back rule. <laughs> and paying down a quarterback, and I got Kelsey. <laughs> Unfortunately, you won't be able to play Kelsey on the main slate next week. Which is fine. Because the week that um, he wasn't on the main slate, I ended up playing um, 
who was it? Who do I end up playing? Um, Fant was one of. I think Fant was the one I played. Fant was the guy I used. I've got. Yeah, because uh, what's his name got injured. Um, Judy was injured, so week two was Fant with uh, what's his name out? Judy out, and I was okay with that. And then Kelsey wasn't on the main slate, so man, this snap count that three wide receivers. So three, two out of three games for the Colts. Paris Campbell, Zach Pascal, and Michael Pittman Jr. have outsnapped everyone else on that offense except for the O line and Carson Wentz. That is wild. Yeah, that's. And true. I remember everyone was all about Jonathan Taylor, and it's just like he saw the field fifty five percent of the time. Jack Doyle took more snaps than Jonathan Taylor. What in the world did you just say? Jack Doyle took more snaps than Jonathan Taylor. Like, that should tell you something right there. Yeah, it's just going to be interesting to see what happens this weekend. So, uh, thanks for hopping on, Charles. Good luck, and uh, hopefully we bring home the bacon this weekend. Yeah, hopefully this week's going to be a good week for me. Um Come check me out on fakepigskin.com. I write uh, several articles for them. I make a cheat sheet on players that I target for GPPs, um, who I want to chalk and what players I do not want to chalk. And then I also have a sports betting article on there too. So hopefully there's a link in the description. Uh, Go check me out and show some love to me and other uh, fake pigskin writers. Yeah, and then... I take that and take that because I write a few articles time to time too. There you go. So thanks for hopping on and we'll see you later. All right. Thanks for having me.